0: Good afternoon Nerd Clan. Welcome back to Blake's Book Club. Today we're talking chapter 20 of Voyager Diagnosis. This chapter is um one that I've given a lot of thought to um because there's so much great about it and then there's just some real questionable things uh, as well. Um, but what it really comes down to, I think, is this is when Claire finally makes up her mind, where, what she is doing. I, I've argued in the past that she has already kind of made up her mind. And I, I think I would continue to argue that she's made up her mind about going back to Jamie, uh, especially last chapter. It just felt like the natural conclusion to the rest of that. To the rest of that portion of her life, this feels like the jump forward, right, from that conclusion. But I mean, I I I think it's open to interpretation either way. Um, Especially, you know, if she's saying goodbye to Frank last chapter, that to me is okay. I've made my decision. I'm saying goodbye to Frank. And everything that is entailed uh, in that life, right, um, the the life that she's created in Boston with Frank since she has come back. And it's also another way to look back on her life uh, in the future <laughs> and also say goodbye to that as well. I don't think it's a coincidence that last chapter, not only she's saying goodbye to Frank, but she's using her experience with Uncle Lamb and uh, even being let's say, uh, a nurse in the war uh, as a, a way to legitimize that decision, but also reflecting on that previous life, again, saying goodbye to that. So, again, I think my contention would be that this is Claire saying, this is Claire's jump forward for her. But if you wanted to make the argument that this is when she finally really, truly cements her decision, you know what? I'll go along and get along either way. Uh, either way, the the choice that she's made is, is evident, at least within these past few chapters. Um, so she is either way closing a door on her life, and she's closing a door on the friendship that she's created with Joe over the years. Now, let me say this. I know we have talked... Um, in great detail about the television show, uh, Mary and I. And if you want to go back to listen to our podcast episodes for uh, season three of Outlander, you can just go to outlandercast.com or right here uh, at com or at com. You'll find all of the episodes uh, there uh, that relate to season three. And I know that we've done, or at least I've done my best to... Uh, reference the show sparingly um, and try not to harp on the differences between the two because as you guys have pointed out to me and as I firmly believe, the show is the show and the book is the book. But let me say this. The show has done Joe real dirty. Real dirty. Um, Not in changing his character or... Uh, making him a bad person or any of that in fact it's in in fact i wouldn't even suggest that that's what they did to joe to make to, to do him dirty what they've done to joe in the show is simply barely address him and again one of the conversations that i think we've had is okay in terms of the show all right listen if you're gonna do Joe and you're gonna do the friendship and you're gonna do the whole thing, don't just glaze over it. Don't just you know, give me a half formed idea of what Joe the character would be in the show. Do it justice. Do it the way that you're supposed to do it. Now, if you wanted to make an argument that if you don't have time to do that, then don't do it at all. I'm I'm on board. I'm on board um, because the show, Joe is a a tertiary character at best, (laughs) at best. My whole point in saying this is the book does the character Joe Abernathy justice. Um, It makes him a counterpart to Claire. Um, It makes him someone worthy of our time and worthy of Claire's time, uh, and worthy of Claire's friendship, right? Uh, In the show, it feels very, by the, like, it feels paint by numbers. It's, it's there, it's supposed to be there, so we're going to put it there, and this is what we're going to do, because this is what's in the book, and if we don't, then it's, people are going to freak. Um... In the book, especially in this chapter, there's a lot of great things about Joe that just, I feel like the show whiffs on. Uh, In fact, I would probably even argue that the show doesn't even whiff, it doesn't even try. (laughs) Um, And if someone wants to tell me, oh, well, there are deleted scenes and this and that, or they wrote these scenes and they didn't, so what? I don't care. I don't care. What the show is, the show is, and the product is the product. And if you're going to, you know, rely on deleted scenes to tell a story, then you're, you're doing your story wrong. Um, and I will say that about any show. I will say that about um, about any project. Whatever you put forward is what you're presenting. And if you're not doing your story enough justice and you have to rely on deleted scenes or little extra webisodes or whatever to... um to fulfill, fill out your story, then you haven't done your job. Uh, so here's what I'm saying. There's a lot of texture here in this chapter with Joe. Um, obviously, the stuff with his son uh, is pretty indicative of the kind of man that he is. He's, he's patient and he's understanding. Uh, he is allowing his son to go his course, uh, discover his African roots. Um, you know, they have you know Joe's family's been in America for a, a long time and he doesn't know really anything about his past but you know Joe's son changes his name and even though Joe isn't the biggest fan even though he isn't 100% on board he doesn't make his son um he doesn't he doesn't allow himself to enforce his own views on his son, right? His son's his own man. He's going to make his own decisions. And maybe it will be, uh, it will go on. Maybe it will continue to be part of his life, his son's life that will forever alter his existence. Or maybe it's just something that's going through his head right now. Um, maybe it's just something that is just, you know, uh, a way to express his hurt and his anger. I mean, consider the time. Um, It it is 1968, right? Uh, We are in the heat and in the thick of 20th century civil rights movement. I mean, we are in, I mean, this is the middle, the height of it. And for there to be strong feelings uh, to the extent that Joe's son is having, it makes sense. There's real uh, tension and extraordinary reach into one's history to to discover their roots and the purpose of their life the purpose of their existence so